Truth. Courage. Loyalty. Kindness. Integrity. What do these words mean? Are they words you live by or try to live by? What if you were confronted with these words as you walked in the woods? It is just such an occurrence that is the subject of this lost Massachusetts. So get your walking shoes on and join us in our final chapter of the Dogtown Saga. Redemption. Welcome to the Dogtown finale. Not only is this the last episode of our Dogtown trilogy, it is also the last episode of Lost Massachusetts Season 1. Just to catch you up, if you did not hear the first two episodes about Dogtown Mass, go back to Episode 2, which is Part 1 of Dogtown, Ghost Towns and Phantom Roads. Um, not only do we provide an introduction to the history of Dogtown, we go over some of the ins and outs of ghost towns in general and the phantom roads that lead you there. There is some background on this very podcast and some of the places around New England that inspired it in the first place. Episode 6, Part 2 of Dogtown, The Accursed Land explains the sad fate of this community and some of the curious, frightening, and scandalous characters who continue to inhabit the town long after it was abandoned by most. Uh, Was and is this place haunted by witches and demons? Regardless of the past, our current episode will close out the story of Dogtown with a tale of its redemption, its rebirth as a sanctuary of the body, mind, and spirit, a happy place for hikes and wandering. What is there now? What's the story behind the mysterious findings you can still see and touch to this day? I'm going to cover the subject of lost treasure I alluded to in the original episode as well. However, I wanted to wrap up this first season by saying thank you to the listeners for supporting the podcast. It's been fun to make and share. If you like the curious finds throughout Massachusetts, just like we do, we will keep looking for them and recording our findings here. In addition to new places, look for new postcards, and other things we might be sharing. I don't know yet. I have a few ideas, and I'm not sure how they will work out, but whatever. Enjoy Lost Massachusetts, everyone. As we heard in Episode 6, Part 2 of Dogtown, the Commons, as it was called, began to decline after the Revolutionary War gradually became run down, ill-reputed, overgrown, and maybe even haunted. But where many people saw an abandoned wasteland, one man saw unlimited potential. Roger Babson, who founded Babson College in Wellesley, was a Gloucester native who used to drive the family livestock over Dogtown as a child. 
Babson, a keen investor and businessman, developed market analysis tools that are still used today. He bought Dogtown and donated it to the city of Gloucester. Ever conscious of the stock market, he predicted its big collapse. When it did, he provided work to some carving the stones in Dogtown. His family thought it was vandalism, but his plan was, as he states in his own words, to write a simple book on stone instead of paper. His goal was that his inspirational park would continue long after his death. So far, he has been successful, as people continue to visit as well as maintain the stones. If you go for a hike in Dogtown, you can see these wonder stones for yourself. So let's talk about what you're going to find out here in terms of boulder engravings if you go on this hike, which I recommend. The first series you'll probably come across, uh, and you might have to look harder for these than the others, are boulders simply with um, numbers on them. And the numbers indicate the house numbers of previous residents. The first one you will probably find is number 18. 18 uh, Dogtown Road was the house of Isaac Dade, who was actually a defector from the British Navy who ended up fighting for the Continental Army in the Revolution and uh, saw lots of action. He opened up a fish shop in Dogtown. Now, right across from 18, there is a little side path. And if you go to this side path to the right off of Dogtown Road, you'll see a couple of uh, some, what are some of the weirdest engravings within the, um, the ghost town. And these two engravings commemorate a uh, man who used to fight with the bulls on the commons and um, actually ended up getting killed by one of the bulls. Big surprise. At the very end of this uh, branch trail, you will find a boulder that says, never try, never win. But I wouldn't suggest uh, trying to fight a bull. The next one you'll come across, hopefully, is number 20. And this was the location of the one-room schoolhouse in Dogtown. One of the, uh, the features that really um, makes a place a town within history rather than just a, um, a collection of houses or a, a farm where a few people live. You either need to have a schoolhouse, a post office, you need to have something like this, some sort of a official institution that um, the center of the, uh, the community kind of gathers around. And some people think that the school teacher, Jane Granny Day, uh, lived in the schoolhouse. Uh, some people think that she lived in a house nearby. It would have been common for people to, you know, who were teachers to uh, live in a section of the schoolhouse as part of a way to uh, lure teachers to come to remote towns is to provide housing for them. And she is interesting not only for being the uh, 
school teacher, but also because she was one of the last residents of Dogtown. She lived to the age of 94 and died in 1814. That is remarkable uh, in any time period. And I think I mentioned in one of the previous episodes that, you know, this sort of marks the official, if not literal, end of Dogtown. Um, because after that, there's, there's no linchpin to hold the community together. There's just a few stragglers who still actually occupy the land. Slightly further up Dogtown Road, you will find the marker for Dogtown Square, abbreviated as DTSQ. And of course, this was the center of town. So just how many houses were there? At least 50. Uh, and imagine 50 homesteads in what is now a, uh, a desolate, overgrown spot. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting to think about. So in addition to some of the marked stones, you may find wooden posts. And um, some people have actually been spending time marking different cellar holes and uh, putting up the names or historical information of the people who lived there. Right near the marker for Dogtown Square, you will find a short side path on the left that will take you to a stone that says, keep out of debt. The good advice just keeps on coming. So, and these are part of what I would call the, the motto segments of the, um, the boulders, which include in the same area, if work stops, values decay, prosperity follows service, beyond time, study, use your head, in another section much further away on the other side of the Babson Reservoir there are ones which say um, be clean, be true, get a job, help mother. Many of the other ones are simply single words. You have save, truth, work, courage, loyalty, kindness, uh, and then in one particular area, there are a number of boulders that all start with the letter I. Industry, initiative, integrity, ideas, intelligence, and ideals. Noting that uh, you have ideas and ideals with an L, and they're nearby each other. And in between the two stones that say loyalty and courage, you will find a stone that says to Rockport. And there, there's a way that you can go from there to Rockport, but if you do this, you'll, you'll never get back to your car. Now, I am absolutely sure that I have missed some. Um, I have actually never seen all of them, at least not all of them, in one trip. Um, and there, there might be some out there that are not documented. And that would be really interesting if somebody found a new one. So if you want to be inspired with a, uh, a great walk in the woods, or you want to 
be inspired by history, looking for different cellar holes of these previous residents, or you want to be inspired by the inspirational sayings on the rocks themselves. Either way, this is a great place to go. It's more than just a ghost town. In 1695, the Crown-appointed governor of Massachusetts ordered Captain William Kidd to patrol the high seas against the French and their allies. Captain Kidd was a privateer, essentially a pirate given permission to attack the enemy. In those days, who was a pirate was a matter of perspective and commission. As long as you were in the service of a specific government, anything done against rivals was legal. It sounds like a good way to augment your navy without paying for ships or crew. But as pirates would often do, Kidd was indiscriminate about which ships he plundered, and one included a heavily laden British East India ship. Captain Kidd was arrested in Boston, tried and found guilty in England, sentenced to death. The rope broke the first time they hanged him, so they hanged him again. Then his body was left to rot over the Thames in a cage. There is a pub on the spot that commemorates the event. Kidd actually professed that he was within the law since the ship he took was outside the designated zone and the ship wasn't technically British, it was Armenian. For all his name recognition, Kidd wasn't a great pirate. He was actually a terrible one. According to modern analysis, he was likely set up by the colonial governor of Massachusetts, Kidd's reputation being exaggerated, for a show trial in England to make it look like they were being tough on pirates. Anyway, what is the supposed treasure, and where is it? So, the treasure included three bags of gold dust, uh, one bag of gold coins, two bags of silver bars, two bags of gold bars, one bag of silver fragments, one bag of silver rings and precious stones, one bag of silver buttons, and one mysterious silver lamp. The various money and products kids plundered uh, were never found. He was associated with three ships, one sank in Africa, one burned in the Caribbean, and the other was seized in the colonies. The treasure was not on any of them. It's always been assumed that Kidd's treasure is buried somewhere along the North Atlantic coast between New York and Maine, but they also search for it annually on Cape May. This is uh, the area he was last seen in before his arrest. These are some of the other locations that are rumored. Gardner's Island off of uh, Long Island, New York. Charles Island uh, in Milford, Connecticut. Oak Island, Nova Scotia. Tarpaulin Cove in Noshin Island, one of the Elizabeth Islands in Massachusetts. Gallup's Island in Boston Harbor. Governor's Island in Boston Harbor, which no longer exists. It's part of Logan Airport now. Turner Falls on the Connecticut River. But another place rumored to be a depository for the treasure is Dogtown. 
and I have no idea why. There is no direct evidence or even implied evidence that he might have put it there. Dogtown, or the Commons, its real name, wasn't even a place when a kid was sailing. The rise and fall of Dogtown happened almost a century later. I would think that his treasure might have been found by someone digging the foundation of a house or plowing a field. I imagine since so many places are listed as possible hiding spots, Dogtown is just as good. My read of the history? The colonial governor of Massachusetts took the treasure and made Kid hang for it. And if I found the treasure, I wouldn't be talking about it like this. This doesn't mean that there are not real lost treasures in lost Massachusetts. Keep coming back and I will tell you about them. We may find ourselves talking about Kid's treasure again in episodes discussing Edgar Allan Poe. Who knows? Directions to Dogtown, Massachusetts. Gloucester. G-L-O-U-C-E-S-T-E-R. Gloucester. Fall or early spring are probably the best times to go. Without leaves on the trees and bushes not in full growth, the boulder etchings will be easier to find. It's also a bit swampy and marshy, so going in the summer will produce lots of bug bites, and you will not get the kind of heat relief from the ocean that you will get in the rest of Rockport and Gloucester. I'm going to link to several maps. There is one map for the Babson boulders, one map for the locations of the houses of the ghost town of Dogtown, and another general trail map. No single map I am aware of has all the features clearly listed. Basically, go almost to the end of Route 128. There are two rotaries and they are easy to confuse even for locals. You want Grant Circle, the exit for Route 127. Turn right immediately on Poplar Street. Turn left on Cherry Street. Cherry Street will take you to what is left of the drivable portion of Dogtown Road where there is a parking lot for the trails. There is a rifle range at the entrance and you will hear gunshots, but nobody is shooting at you. Now, this is the same situation at the entrance to uh, No Town, Mass, interestingly. The simple, uh, simplest hike is to walk on Dogtown Road until you get to Dogtown Square. Look for the marker. Uh, this hike will take you by a few of the motto boulders and cellar holes. There are some things to be aware of. Lots of poison ivy. Uh, there is an active railroad. There is a swamp, two reservoirs, and a gravel pit. It's possible to get lost in here looking for the boulders even if you stay on the trails. So use the three maps, uh, mind the sunset and the weather, fully charge your phone, etc., etc. I'll see you on the trails. Thank you for joining us on this walk through Babson's Lost Wonderland in Gloucester. 
Where will Lost Massachusetts go next? Mysterious military complexes? Forgotten neighborhoods within neighborhoods? A lost English colony? Secret pirate haunts? Outlaw towns? Abandoned amusement parks? Who knows? Until then, this is Garth in the Lost Cabin saying, Use your head, and prosperity follows service. Oh, and also keep an eye out for those postcards. Hey, if you like the show for some reason, there are lots of ways you can join the fun or get a hold of us. You can message Lost Mass through the podcast apps on Anchor. There's a voice option. Or you can go to lostmassachusetts.com and subscribe to our blog or use the various methods there to contact us. If you go to lostmassachusetts.com, you can also sign up to get a postcard from a lost place and find out where to send us a lost postcard too. Also go to Lost Massachusetts at uh, Instagram for photos and other details. We will do our best to respond to comments uh, directly uh, as well as within the show. You might hear um, your own comment. That's fun. <laughs>